Hey! Heyo! Welcome to the show. Welcome to Speaking of Which with Ryan and Andrew. Ryan and Andrew. I usually say Drew. That was weird. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're formal. I'm peeping behind the curtain. People know my actual name yeah, because well, they couldn't find it out otherwise. My name is not short for anything. I Sorry. mean, it's not for Ryan Iski or something? I'm not <laughs> really, I, on the fly, couldn't think of what to put for that. Ryan Iski, eh? I was on noser. What, what could Ryan possibly be short for? Nothing. Ryan Obovich? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, okay, my beer's open. Um, yes, we've we've reached the, the climax of the show. Beers are open. Beers are open. We are at episode... Uh, you know. Episode the number on the title. Yeah, you know, well, I, don't I don't think I, think I, I number to. these, do I? Sorry? I don't think I number these I in my hands. don't... I don't think so. People can count. You know, it doesn't even matter, really, I don't think. I think iTunes, if you actually go into iTunes and like, look at the list, they it actually probably, numbers, it there probably are. numbers it for us. So I'll use iTunes to let me know if I ever reach a certain number we should be excited about. Like, oh, maybe 50, I think is a good number to be excited about. 50? Yeah, we didn't, you know, we were like, hey, we were excited about 10, remember? Yeah. I think 50 is the next uh, logical uh, jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so usual top of the show, Bull. Um, no real housekeeping this week. Not that I can think of. I mean, hopefully by now uh, we have. Yeah, our I, I think out. I think we can say it now because it'll be up and running by the time this goes live. Yeah. Uh, but we should by now officially have our website. Speaking of which, .ca, because .com wasn't available. Or I mean, I'm, I'm a proud Canadian, uh, uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, That's you know, totally the only reason, and it was cheap. We're fans of Joe Trudeau. <laughs> You know? Hey, relevant, relevant at the time. It's not going to be relevant in the few weeks. That oh, no, it's going like three days. But um, <laughs> we also are going to have a couple social media pages going up. I presume they're going to be speaking of which, but I'll confirm them because we haven't really checked. Yeah, that's kind of the later tonight project is getting those done. So there'll be an official Twitter account and Facebook page for... Uh, posting, sharing, and discussing. Yeah. If you are listening to this, you probably will have already seen it. I will be blasting it. I'm sure you will oh, be Oh, yeah, no. It. I will just be, like, retweeting it every, like, 17 hours. 17 hours, exactly. Oh, yeah, I will time it for the first, like, three, then I'll give up on that one. You know, we're, wake up at 3 a.m. It's been 17 hours. <laughs> Gotta do it. Alarm going off at 4.13 a.m. Uh, so, and do we have feedback? We don't have feedback. I mean, we have feedback... But not that we need to, I guess, talk about, like, no. nothing we messed up on. Yeah, feedback more for our education, less for correcting previous yeah. points or going back to an old episode. I, also, th base I also think that the feedback section is not going to become relevant until we get back into our, like, weekly. And so yeah, people which... respond to last week's episode that we actually recorded last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the feedback uh, the feedback section is... is not lit yet, but it Not will be. Lit. It'll be some good stuff. She'll be woke soon. She'll be woke soon. Or, you know, we'll go back a couple weeks if someone has something to say about stuff we said. say it. Even if you catch on to the show now and you're like, I'm going to listen to the backlog in episode two. They said, what? <laughs> you should know this. Let me know. Correct me. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Well, hey. <laughs> that's not nice. No, not at all. Especially since I think at this point most of our listeners are still women. We do have Probably higher than likely female demographic. Yeah. But hey, we appreciate all of our listeners. Male, <laughs> male female, or whatever you identify as in between. Um, are, we, are we just moving on to the next? Like, are we yeah, going right um, in? Are we diving in? We yeah, just... I'm a little curious to, uh, to find out why this topic was chosen. Because it doesn't apply to either of us super much. But uh, this week, speaking of which... Roommates. So interesting as... 
to my knowledge, you've only ever lived at home. Yes. I have lived with my girlfriend now wife uh, for the last almost five years. I think mm-hmm. I think we're like forward of it now. <clears throat> but neither of us have really ever had like the classic, you know, moving out with a friend for the first time or you know, even even sketchier, finding a roommate through like school or a college dorm or something. Yeah. So I'm curious to know why sparked what sparked this topic for you. I think part of it is self serving, but not really in the sense that I, uh, you know, for those who know, I've I am looking to move out in the next few months, uh, probably by myself. To be so honest. this is what I was kind of this is what I kind of thought maybe this was a um. An excuse to educate yourself but have a topic at the same time? Yeah. Now, I don't think I would be moving in with a roommate. I think I would be finding something by myself. Okay. Which is definitely going to be tougher because price, especially in this city. Yeah, but there's areas. There's areas oh, yeah, to look anyway. Well, I've known people to do it. That's it. There, there are people who do it and have done it and continue to do it. And that's not a big deal. Um, but I guess that got me thinking is that roommates, that that's, you know... I did. I have been looking at places that do potentially have a roommate. I don't think I'm going to end up going for them. I think I really am sold on being on my own. Um, you know, and then yeah, to go back when, to the when the time is right, moving in uh, with my girlfriend. Yeah, but that's still not going to be right now. No, and so for the time being, I like the the freedom of just having my own space, especially coming from a household with a lot of other people living in it. You know, my family is a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'd like to have just my own space for me and get the hang of being responsible for myself, which I, you know, it's not that I'm not self-sufficient, but actually now, now there's no fallback. It's really, yeah, it's, it's putting yourself to the test and I want to do that. I want, I'm ready for it. Um, but numerous people do live with roommates and I guess this whole apartment search hat got me sort of hooked on the topic. And okay, so, there, so there, is a, there, there is some reason to it. And it's I mean, reason, it's it's personal, but it's not. Like, it sort of involves what I'm looking at, but not really, because I'm not looking for a roommate. Makes it more real, though. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I said, I do have experience in this realm as much as you can say I do. I did move in with a roommate, albeit my girlfriend, yes. for, uh, for almost four years in that apartment. Now we're in a house. It's, but it's, uh, the first time I moved out was with her. I, I'd been living at home. Up until then. That's it. You had not. I had, I had never done it on my that. own. And I never thought I was ready for it. Like I it was always one of those things where it was like Paula had lived on uh, with roommates on several different occasions before this. Yes. Uh, both here in Montreal and abroad while living in Europe. Right. So she had a bit more experience with it. So she kind of knew what to avoid the pitfalls, the how to be a little bit more self-sufficient, kind of like, you know, what you what to avoid as a first time fuck up. Yeah. And I think that made all the difference with someone who had the experience. It I never want to say it made me feel like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But I never had to second guess because as soon as I put something forward, it was either, yeah, let's try that. Or, oh, you know what? From my experience, this may or may not work out. Let's re- 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 uh, like renegotiate, re- uh, revisit it. Sorry. Okay. And I feel like that made it a lot easier. That's good. So if, I feel like I don't want, I don't want to turn into the... If you're looking for a roommate, here are tips and tricks, but I think it might kind of do that on its own because I would say a, a good roommate is not only someone you get along with and connect with that you know is also going to be responsible. We're going to go to a bunch of these topics with some of the comments we got. Yeah. But better yet, if they know a little more than you do. Like, it's one thing if you're both starting from nothing, but if one of, if you do have a roommate who's like, hey, you want to move in with me, and they've been doing this on their own for a while sufficiently, 
that's a huge plus in there's on their column. It does help. Not everybody um, has that luxury, mm-hmm. obviously. And you, of course, lived with a partner, so it's not just someone who is like, "Oh, look at this, look at this dude," you know. It's yeah. really it's someone who's like, "Okay, I love this person." Yeah, and we're looking. And so, yes, he might make a little mistake here and there, but I can communicate. But as a relationship, might be more critical than a roommate. Uh, yeah, that's it. Because sometimes uh, living alone decisions are not just living alone, you know, or or, mm-hmm. or or living issues. They're also, you know, they could balloon. There's, there's always that potential. But that, yeah, yeah. it kind, you know, like like relationships, it always comes down to communication. Welcome and, to speaking of which relationship advice. <laughs> But uh, it, it comes down to communication, being open, and just respecting each other, and not worrying so much about being right, just doing what's best, and stuff like that. So I do want to reach out. One anyway, of our yeah. longtime listeners, uh, Julie here, has given Hi, me Julie. wow. Oh, you got a shout um, out. Oh my god the, the the text message chain that sparked. I was playing video games and just like she was like, I'm gonna send you a text now, and I was like, okay, two, three, seven, twelve. But they were just like short, perfect little nuggets of thought. I won't read through all of them. I'll go through it. Well, I mean, not all of it, but... Uh, But I feel like we figured out at the end the three things it came down to the most uh, in finding a roommate was someone who you are compatible with. Uh, In Julie's case, it was one of her friends. And she was even told this might not be the best combination. Like, you're just friends. Like, you're, you don't, you haven't known each other that long. You've not, neither of you lived on your own. Right. It's been six years they've been living together, those two. Huh. Like, I correct, I, I'm fairly sure it's what I read in here. I'm going to double check my, my notes here. I, this will be our first case of feedback. Yeah, six years later, they're still friends, still living together. Um, and some of it came down to is just finding someone who... Is, a really good point was brought up was on a similar schedule. Like, if you're both in school or both working part-time... Yeah. It won't be a matter of, hey, I have class, I'm studying for exams, while the other one's like, well, I'm done school, it's my break, I have a week, a vacation from work, I'm going to have parties every night. Mm-hmm. Similar schedule, similar lifestyles does make for a similar living situation. I think just also probably mutual respect for one another. Exactly. Uh, you know, I think you can have that sort of dissimilar living situation where like one person is in school, one person has the week off, mm-hmm. but the person's like, you know what? Maybe I can have a party on one weekend night here, but otherwise I'm going to go either and, and be quiet at home yeah. or I'm going to go somewhere else because my roommate needs that quiet time. So I think it's just also... Yeah, being, being considerate uh, humanly of the other person's needs. So if you are off because you're not doing a semester at school and you're just working so you have tons of free time at home and you want to have friends over, you're not invading on their time as well because they share these common places yeah now i should mention that in in apartment hunting the, the apartment hunting i've done so far the people looking for roommates often say that they would lo- like their students like preferably another student or i'm looking specifically for another student so maybe yeah. there is uh i mean i'm sure there is some validity to the similar schedule similar yeah, I, I don't even think it's a matter of respecting at that point though it's the fact that you are on the same schedule there's no real chance for there to be a counter it's not a matter of okay i do want to have a party because i'm off all week when is it good for you we're both in school we're both in exams we both have similar schedules for work and class it's less likely to even come up as a subject unless you both have time off, which will likely be around the same time as students tend to. Exactly. So I think it just, it, it alleviates one of those stresses of finding a roommate in those cases. Um, another one Julia brought up was just cleanliness and, and habits. I mean, obviously the person you might be picking as a roommate, you might not know very well. But certain things, like if you're looking for exactly. an apartment to go visit and like it's clear they've just rushedly cleaned up because you're coming over. 
or is it generally always look this good? Whereas with a friend, it's hard because it's at their home where it can't. I mean, I think that probably says a lot about someone. What their home, their like my bedroom was usually a mess, mm-hmm. and the fact that I keep this house this clean weirds me out that I'm so anal about it. But I think as soon as I own it, it made a difference. In the apartment, I was never that clean. It was sort of cleaning when cleaning needed to happen. Yeah. And we were both very similar in that. So it was a matter of, yes, it was often a mess, but we were both okay with a mess as long as it didn't get out of hand. And that's something else too, is if you were living with somebody who is very intent on keeping the place clean, that they expect that of you and that isn't in your habit, it's going to be a difficult living situation. Either you're going to be adapting to them or they're going to get frustrated with you. Yeah. I don't know. I think... That that's that's one of the other things that I think about is is it would it be easier to live with a total stranger, live with an acquaintance, someone you know but don't know all that well, mm-hmm. or is not someone you would consider a good friend, or live with like your best friend because I've heard roommates kill friendships, but I've also I'm also sort of on the do I want to just meet a random off Craigslist and live with this person for a year. So I'll get off Julie's story a little bit because I do want to touch on the Craigslist one. So uh, Paula also gave me, and again, I think those are two biggest people for feedback because people I talk to the most in my life, so I get mm-hmm. the most details. But Paula also shared with me her experience getting a roommate here in Montreal. And basically the backstory to it being is she was in Paris for a year and ended up rooming with, well, she was in school, with, in classes, yeah. with three girls, two of which who knew each other from before. Mm-hmm. This, was, this wasn't her time in Paris, I apologize, I'm going to crack myself right away. This was just another time in Europe on a trip she was doing. So she ended up rooming with three girls, two of which best friends from childhood. Herself, who she met through being on this trip with these girls. And then a fourth girl from uh, who was randomly off Craigslist. Right. So it was kind of that, okay, like these two know each other. Like It's like the two extremes, like the absolute stranger and yeah. the best friend. But all three got along. The house was fantastic. There was no animosity. And it was generally a great experience living there. So when Paula came time to look for her own place, said, I can do Craigslist. Hopped on Craigslist, found a few places, and found it to be very informal. Like, you'd go... Uh, very formal, sorry. You'd go in. It was almost like a work interview. It was like, here's what I need to know from you. Here's the place. Here's the numbers. Here's the rules. Here's the price. Or are you in? And she finally came across one where the girl basically said, hey, come on in. Take your shoes off. Relax. I made cookies. Hmm. Like, just had an upbringing where similar Paula's... It's never just someone coming over. It's always a visit. It's always an event. It isn't just business. Yeah. And it worked out. And they lived together for quite a while, very happily. And this other girl had to move away uh, to go back to see their family in Paris. So right. they said, okay, well, we'll find someone to cover you for the few months you're not here to kind of sub it um, via Facebook, friend of a friend, whatever. They ended up with somebody who was apparently not the best. Is, is that putting it nicely or? Putting it nicely. I, I won't go into detail because I don't want to give away who this person is or anything. That's fair. But some of the basics were just like, there were very little like boundaries. There was no care. Her boyfriend lived, like pretty much moved in with her as well and didn't pay rent. They were both kind of slobbish. The two extremes were really, was when they finally did, uh, she finally moved down the original room and came back. Mm-hmm. Paula was actually away in Brazil uh-huh. and they wouldn't talk to each other. They kept communicating with her to go through to each other. Oh, like, wow. like, you know, it's like, hey, we need to meet up and get the key. So roommate B would text Paula saying, when can I meet roommate A? Roommate A, can you tell her I'm available here? Just, you're both in Montreal, figure it out. They finally get things sorted out. The original roommate is back in the place and finds, like, dirty dishes in her bed. 
Like the other, the, 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 the second, the sub roommate was using her bed in her room. Oh my God. But like left dirty dishes in her bed. Things were just missing and gone. Bills were never paid on time when she was around. Like she was just really oh. not considerate of Paula being there and treating this like an equal partnership. And it made for a terrible experience. Is, yeah. So, I mean, like, again, there's both sides of that coin there. Finding a roommate, whether it be someone you don't know directly, like a friend of a friend, or even a completely turned off Craigslist, can go both ways. They can seem fine on paper, like the second girl did. I mean, she seemed okay, but was just, yeah, no, never mind. But, uh, that, that was what Paula wanted to share, and I just, I, I think it does drive the point home that don't be afraid to reach out if you do need a roommate. Uh, this isn't directly to you, just to the audience. Yeah, yeah, no, I Like, if you do that. need a roommate and your only real option is to go on Craigslist, people are out there that might still fit your bill. Okay. So I guess, I get, I think a lot of people play into the whole Craigslist killer thing. Yeah, the, I mean, that's a, that's another subject for another day, the, the, the validity of meeting people online, strangers online, which I think is a really interesting subject. Yeah. But uh, in brief, though, I do agree with you that, that I've heard stories, like first-hand accounts of... Yeah, no, someone's, a friend of a friend went on Craigslist and, like, literally was, like, held up a gunpoint. But I've also done so much Craigslist stuff, and I've never had an issue. Again, look at me. I say to the audio-only podcast listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am a larger white male of uh, more physical stature, bear-like even. Yeah. I'm not the kind of person you're going to probably consider jumping if you're looking for a Craigslist purchase. But I feel like they don't know that beforehand, so it's kind of like they... You pull a gun, you pull a gun. Gun or a knife, doesn't really matter what the fuck the other person looks like. They're not ready. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I do feel that is the thing, is there's this there's this tendency of being strangers on the internet, there's no trust. Yeah. So a stranger on Craigslist, what's the difference? Okay. I guess I'll pull out... Um, what was I going to say? I'll pull out some of the Facebook comments we got also. We didn't get many this week, and that's okay. We hope you don't mind. Uh, but we got a couple, and I feel like I do, uh, I should, uh, I should mention them. So we have our friend Tanya. Mm-hmm. I lived with a friend, acquaintance, and a stranger all at once, and I hate every single one of them. <laughs> uh, she didn't elaborate, so I'm going to leave it at that. I got uh, my cousin Brian. I've lived with friends and had a great time. I've lived with randoms, and they've been okay. I think acquaintances make good roommates. I think from what, from what I'm getting from the general vibe of everybody, yes, those weird outliers like Julie and Cleo who are literally best friends of six years living together mm-hmm. and like still going strong to the point where Cleo's boyfriend is there so often and there's just no animosity. There's no weirdness about it. Like they've really become friends on top of that. Right. Like James is fantastic. I love the kid. Yeah. And like. I'm going to presume that's the boyfriend. The boyfriend, yes. Okay. I just figured by context was fine, but if you want to elaborate. I figured just in case. But, like, I've seen that friendship and it's clearly there. Like, you, there's, there's, she even said it here, there was never that kind of weirdness, like, communicating about it. It was just open and honest communication of, hey, you know what? It's a, it's a date night. He's coming over. We want to have a night to ourselves. I'll either go find what to do or I'll stay in my room or get in your way. Like, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to bother. But they have a friendship where they can do that and still all be friends afterwards. Yeah. Which I think is another thing that's so fantastic. Uh, and then we've all seen the other side of it where people tell you don't, you know, roommate off Craigslist or a friend or a friend. And both tended to be either good or really bad. Yeah. I mean, obviously like, the worst you can get is the passive aggressive post-it notes roommate. Yeah. Like that. that came up to some of my comments here with Julie. It's just uh, like, you've sure. you got to be open. you got to be open. you got to communicate. Yeah. If you you're sharing them. a living space with someone, you need to have the guts to... 
confront them if necessary. And that doesn't mean like be aggressive and just say, Hey, fuckhead. But it's like, (laughs) you know, if there's an issue that's troubling you, just like with any type of relationship, a roommate relationship is a relationship. It's still a long-term commitment that you are entering into with someone. And though, although there's generally a fixed ending date, it's still, you're going to be seeing a lot of this person. And so if you don't have the courage to actually stick up for yourself and verbalize your concerns and just leave a little shitty notes, you're you're not the good roommate either. Like you're like you're the one that people make fun of with the with the post-it notes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not. I don't know. You you have to you have to be upfront. You have to communicate. Communication's key, like in all relationships. Yeah, and that, that was I think the biggest point that was brought forward. With everyone who talked about it was just it's 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 being open. It's communicating. It's treating it like. The way we talk to a coworker, like, hey, you're doing something wrong. Can we discuss it and figure out how to do it right and get on the same page? Um, another little fun one that was brought up was actually Julie ended up um, living with my little brother, Sam, for a few weeks. And I just want to read this one time to myself to the exact wording. <laughs> and again, it's just a matter of if you talk about it first and you know the boundaries, you know the person. Like, they hear these are people who are fairly good friends in the last few years. <laughs> Julie put it as... She established from the beginning that she was not going to start wearing a bra just because there was a boy around. And my brother said, fine, I'm going to walk around in my boxers. Hope that's okay. <laughs> and they were cool with it. That was just a level of comfort that was fine. Fuck it. Let's go. Hey, but what, I guess what works for, that's another thing I guess is important is that uh, there's no hard and fast dynamic. Like these are the roommate rules. Everyone must follow them. Oh yeah. And everyone's different. Because that situation that works so well there mm-hmm. would not work at all in, I'd say, a good amount of other situations. Uh, oh, yeah. With similar people, similar situations. Some people might just be like, you know what? No, I'm not cool with that. Like this, which I, I consider the very friends dynamic of roommates, yeah. is not going to be for everybody. Mm-mm. And I, I completely get that. Yeah. No, I think uh, I'm, I'm thinking of, of friends that you know, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, thinking, I, I was losing the TV show. I know that, <laughs> oh, but okay. I, I'm just sort of jumping off of it. I know, I know you meant the TV show. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> speaking of, of of friends in general, like, mm-hmm. there are friends that I would live with. There are friends, some of them good friends, that I would not live with because mm-hmm. I would come away hating that person. Yeah, and I'm not going to mention names. Uh, people can infer, but I don't think I've led anything to believe anyone. But he's talking about me. <laughs> well, I think I'd be a weird third wheel at this point if I. If that, I that would be pretty weird. Suddenly moved in. That would be, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, no. There, are, but again, that's the, the, the dynamic. Like either way, it's no disrespect. You know, even if those people somehow find out, oh, they're talking about me because you said this code word earlier on in the in the <laughs> podcast, and that's. It's not a it's not a, a slight on those people, and I think you have the same thing. You have like I could not live with this person. Oh yeah, for sure. Love them, but I can't live with them. Oh yeah, there are and definitely people like that in my life. No that's question. A, that's not saying they're bad people to live with. It's just that our particular personalities mesh best in small doses. Yeah, uh, and I mean, even the point you said, I know people who uh, some coworkers of ours who moved in with other coworkers. Yep. Who were generally really great friends, hung in every weekend, were like super close, mm-hmm. and within a year had to kick the other guy out because he just wasn't keeping up with them and just was like really like, you know, not pulling his share, not doing his stuff, really like just did not fit the group dynamic. Yeah, that no, is a twist I, off, by uh, the way. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> I, uh, I I believe I know exactly. Uh, yeah, the type of situation. But that's it. That's like the you, whole like thing. you literally had three friends who like I consider to be a perfect trio, and by the end of it, they were a duo because one of them just couldn't do it. The other two were like, "Hey, we're doing it this way. We're keeping it clean. We're doing this. We're being organized. We're being." And he was like, "Nah, parties. And nah, I don't want to do this. Now nah, I'll do things my way," and just butted heads with them. And luckily, the majority was the slightly saner side of things in the looks of it. But again, bias. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's two sides, three sides, uh, three sides to every story. Yeah. <laughs> the mysterious third story side. Well, you know, side A, side B, and the truth, which is somewhere in the middle. <laughs> um, oh, that's a, good, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I firmly believe that. Usually, uh, whenever there's something, the truth is lost in between. But that's uh, that's a whole other subject, I think. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah. So I think for me, uh, if I were to start summing up a little bit, I think an acquaintance is, is, uh, for me a good roommate because it's one of those, I don't risk ruining a friendship, Yeah. but I still have this comfort. Like I know this person a little bit, so maybe a coworker I'm not all that close with. If they were looking for just a roommate short term, that's when I would consider it. All that to say, I'm still very excited to live by myself, mm-hmm. and that way I can do what I, you know, well, not do what I want, but I can have people over when I want, I can throw them all out when I want. And I yeah, can... no, it, it's a very freeing thing, like, just from, like, less the roommate, more of the, like, having your own space. I mean, even when I first moved to that apartment, just having the place to yourself, like, as much as I still had a girlfriend slash roommate. That's different. It, it definitely changed the, the dynamic. But there was some time. I know um, Paula had the opportunity while I was away for three weeks with my uh, training with work. Yeah. Where she had the place to herself and didn't like being alone. So she actually had someone come and stay with her for the most part. Right. And then the reverse, Paula was away for uh, about a week and a bit while uh, on a trip with her family. And I had the place myself. And she's going to listen. I love you. But a place to myself was really nice. Just going on my own pace. Though I tend to, I tended to keep the same schedule of like, okay, I did, I had food, I did food, I had <laughs> food, cleaned up, like I kept the same pace, but just like having no one to answer to, like being able to put on some music and not worry that you were watching TV and I was, you know, I'm saying like, it's just like, like right to you, Paula, I'm talking <laughs> to you right now. Yeah. Like, living on your own, like as much as I've only done it in passing, essentially, is really something nice, and I think you will appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, I love my family, but there have been, especially now that I know it's happening in the next few months, there's mm-hmm. been definitely times where it's like, I am so ready. I'm so ready to get yeah. out. Uh, very happy to come back and visit anytime, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get away and start uh, being an adult. And you got, you got good Jewish parents, which means like, you'll go home once a week for dinner and come back with like a month with a food. Yeah, <laughs> ideally, yes. Um, my, my fridge right now has three things of chocolate milk because of my father because I came home for two days. We got snowed in my parents' place and I had to crash. Oh, well, there you go. Um, There's bagels. Living, living with a partner is a little bit of an in-between, though. It's not quite living with a roommate mm-hmm. where you each have your own space. It's really the whole thing is your space. Yeah. With the your space. And, you know, obviously in the house like this, maybe this is like, oh, you have one room is Paula's office and one room is your place. and Office. <laughs> whatever. Off, you know. So, so professional. I'm giving examples. It's her maker room. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's just like 
in a house, in a big space, you guys do have the opportunity to give each other sort of your own. Not that you can't go in at all. Oh, God forbid. No, no, no but you're but. right. It's, it's, there is the ability to, I mean, even in a, we had a large enough apartment that there were times where you and I would go record and Paula would be in the bedroom watching TV or she'd have some friends over. They'd be out uh, having a drink and I go to the other room play video games. Excuse me. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> The curse of doing this somewhat Hey-o. live. Burping <laughs> happens. Deal with it. But sorry. So in a home like this, it is a lot easier. And even in the apartment, it wasn't impossible to have our own space. Yeah, but that's it. But when you really do have the point where you do have sort of a common living space, like if you're, if you have a roommate and you're going to go sit and play Xbox and they're going to sit in that same room and read a book, that comfort of both you being there and not being on top of each other and not interrupting each other. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's a whole other that's yeah. a whole other category. But all that to say, a good roommate, I would say. I mean, I'll use our uh, my friend Jason as a, a good roommate is always down to play Smash Bros. And Fuck I yeah. think it's definitely great if you can have some sort of relationship with your roommate, and not just someone who shares the living space. Yeah, but I don't think you need to be best friends with the person going in. I think living with a best friend sometimes it works, sometimes it really doesn't, and you can ruin a friendship. Um, that's it you you might idolize your friends in a way where you think they can't do no wrong because they're your friends that was great grammar I realized too (laughs) they can't do no wrong but look at the way they keep their home like don't tell me you are the cleanest person you are like you know not a single sock out of place in your drawers at home and you're gonna move in with your best friend because oh you're such good friends and realize she's the kind of person who has never whose floor is just literally a wasteland of dirty clothes until it needs to get cleaned, you probably will butt heads and encounter some issues. That's it. Being Not being able to live with someone doesn't mean you're not a good friend with them. No, 100%. So I think that that's a little... Some of my closest friends, people who I like consider friends the longest time, I don't think I could live with today. If I was forced to pick one of my friends to be a roommate with, I, I stress thinking about that right now because... Like, I love you, Ryan, and I think you and I probably could, but a lot of people in my life I don't know about. Yeah. Like, you and I, I think, could work. I think it could, but obviously that's not an issue because... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, it's one of those things that hypothetically, you and I moved in. I could even put that on you because I don't want to hear the answer, nor do I want to take the real time to, like, really sift through our friendship and say, would that work? Yeah. I think it would. I, 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 I'm just saying, In like, theory, thinking about it very briefly, yes, yes, you're not one of the people who came to mind when I said I cannot live with these people earlier. Precisely. Um, I, I definitely had a few others who came to mind much quicker for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Not that's any detriment to their character or who they are as a person, just fundamental uh, living differences that are that don't need to be bridged. Because yeah. just this person likes to play loud music at all times. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't. That, there's it. nothing wrong with that. That's it. The same reason, like, I I couldn't move him with a smoker. Nope. Like, just like, that's a straight up fact. Like, I don't, I, I don't say no to people who smoke. I smoked for a little bit. I'll still have the occasional cigarette here and there when I'm really drunk. But realistically, unless that person, like, even the idea of, like, them smoking in the backyard every single time, you still get the smell, the tobacco comes in, the backyard always stinks, there's always an ash around. That wouldn't do it for me. I couldn't do that. That, to me, would be a, you know what, no, I'm sorry, we, we can't be roommates. It would take, like, incredible changes to make that happen. And, yeah, you never say never, but I, I would actively try to avoid that person because I'd be like, no, couldn't do it. 
Yeah. No, that's it. I, I think I'm I, I'm with you on the smoker thing. I, yeah. I have smoked two cigarettes in my life. And Ooh, what a bad boy. On the same night. Really? Uh, and never, like, to myself. It's always been shared. Amongst, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I obviously, I know I could not uh, live with a smoker. Um, you know, like you said, I don't have an issue with it. But, you know, like, anyway, that, all that to say, there are certain things that just are hard nose for me, both in a, in a, in a roommate, in a living situation. Yeah, there's tons of traits, both positive and negative, that people could have that just wouldn't mesh with you well, and that might be enough of a deterrent. That's but it. I think the biggest ones, the ones that really came down to being the most vital, were your relationship with this person, whether it is so close you don't see the mistakes, or so distant that you get blindsided by mistakes. Right. And somewhere in the middle seems to be the ideal of like, okay, I know this person... And again, we've given stories today that totally disprove this. Yes. But I feel like, again, the usual thing we hear is an acquaintance is the best. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like I said, bad bad roommate qualities for you does not make someone a bad roommate, and it does not make someone a bad person. And that's it. If someone enjoys having people over every night because they're just naturally social and they're extroverted and they just have a lot of friends, everyone likes them, that's great. And someone else living with them who is that ty- same type of person is great. I would go crazy. Yeah. They could be the cleanest person. They could do all the dishes. They could just love cleaning and keep the house super tidy. But if I had to always come home to their friends and their girlfriend and a little party going on, yeah, once or twice is great, but every single day and night, exactly. like trying to go to bed because I have work the next morning and they're still up at three in the morning playing rock band, I would go, I would be the Craigslist killer. <laughs> I would I would sell their stuff on Craigslist and kill them. Yeah, that's it. So I think I think if we were to, were to summarize. Yeah, um, it's the long ass summary. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes we say we're going to summarize and then we don't because more things come to mind eh. it's okay it's not well, the end of what, the world what are they gonna do not listen to us please don't do that please keep please, please keep listening we love, love you, you. uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a cray. all right um but yeah an acquaintance seems to be a nice little sweet spot yeah um, like you said for, for the reasons you mentioned not being blinded to it or not being blindsided yeah buy it and just choosing a roommate it should really be independent of your of your relationship to them how close you are to them because i think you need to look at this person objectively how are they as a person to live with being a friend to being a friend of someone being a friend being being friends with someone is not the same as living with someone having to wake up every day for up to a year maybe even more yeah and having to share a space with this person and you don't know how that's going to be until you're actually doing it sometimes. You have to really try and project it, really try and, um, and, and see this person is a great person when we hang out, when we go to the bar, when I go to his house and just chill or her house and just chill. But can I count on this person to be a, like a, a trustworthy and a living companion that I can count on. Yeah, are they going to pay the bills? Are they going to keep their share of the rent? Are yep. they going to do the chores when it's their turn? Am I going to come home and find them drunk on the bathroom floor, puking everywhere? Dead bodies. That's you don't, well. you don't want corpses in your living room. Those are for the closet or balcony. 
We or, have this conversation every week. Or the garbage disposal, if you have one. Oh, you have to like, cut it up, though. You have to, like, wallpaper with the plastic or some shit. And it really just becomes uh, a mess. True. Anyway, no dead bodies in the living room. Yes, we'll discuss other rooms. I guess if you're really running out of space under the couch, if you have one of those couches that isn't, like, a hide-a-bed type thing. Lazy boy. You calling me a lazy boy? <laughs> or, like, hiding a body under a lazy boy? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I guess we'll sign off from I think, here. I think I think this marks the, the beginning of the end. <laughs> We're very good at that. I think that part out. Um, no, yeah. So hopefully by the time the next episode comes out, we will not just be sharing our Twitter handles, at Thought and... At, at Ryan W. Still so confusing. I love that. Oh, well, but, that, that um, might be one of the reasons why we need an ad. Yeah. <laughs> but again, by this time, you'll probably also be finding it. You can find us on Facebook at Speaking of Which... And some form of speaking of which Twitter handle, which we'll both have blabbed about enough between now and then, you'll be like, yeah, I get it. I know. Okay. It's at whatever. Yeah. By the time um, this podcast rolls around, you're going to be pissed off. Next week's episode, all the feedback is, yeah, we're going to stop tweeting. I promise. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> yep. That's it. Um, again, we want to shout out to Aerie Smiles, our lovely artist, putting together this lovely logo for us. Which hopefully will also be expanded to be included as material in our website because we have a website, speakingofwitch.ca. Yes, that would be a great thing for all. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> and we're going to shout out a friend of ours, a friend of the show who is doing some Twitch streaming. Check out Liquor Sauce on Twitch. Yes, check out Liquor Sauce. Uh, some familiar names that you may have heard before, but. Uh, they're doing some Twitch streaming. They're really funny. They're really cool guys. Yeah, we're hoping to collaborate with them a bit more and maybe hang out. Show them some love, all couple of our of, of our listeners. Yeah. Hey oh. Are we are we signing off? I they have to sign off, guys. Lazy boy. Lazy boy. Bye. Lazy bye. <laughs>